fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the Speeds and Spittin' Statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the, 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 the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician, a.k.a. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority. And welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network, episode 379, the convening of the Stats Overbeat Cypher. As always, we got a good show for you to help you win your leagues and win that Cash, that is what we are doing. Interesting time of the sports calendar, okay? Um, you know, NBA Finals done. We got some, like, majors in those other sports, right? A lot of people think it's just like the boys of summer betting a little Major League Baseball. We'll talk a little bit about baseball and fantasy baseball a little bit later on in the show. I got some things you need to anticipate right now. This is a People think it's a downtime, but in fantasy baseball, this is an interesting time for you to potentially get ahead of the game. I'll tell you what I'm talking about in a little bit. I told you we have already started. It's almost like it's football season coming upon us. The mock drafts are starting. Starting. The conversations about ADP are starting, and I've started my division-by-division division previews. These are previews that have given you Super Bowl champions at 20-1 to 1 or better before uh, the Philadelphia Eagles come to mind. So uh, Houston Astros come to mind. So uh, you want to be tuned for that. We're going to the NFC North. And I got a couple of good values. I got a couple of diamonds and fugazis for you. The real deal stats over beat cipher knows about that. And then listen, we're gonna put the fun and functional sports content as we always do with my man Danny Otto down there in the uh, fantasy pit of misery. We got a poll question up as well. And here's my question for you: Are the Lakers deserving plus three ninety NBA favorites for next year? Obviously, the big news since the cipher last convened in the staircases, blunts and staircases and whatnot. Is that, okay, listen, everyone's like, oh, yo, you know, last time I spoke to you guys, the NBA Finals was still going on. You know what I mean? It was like, it was Toronto and Golden State. Obviously, Toronto getting it done. Gabe Morency, Cam Stewart, big ups there in Toronto with the, with the parade going on. Three million at the parade today. Um, shooting, stabbings at the parade. Drunk Raptors at the parade, but I digress. But, you know, the, the gears keep turning, and now we see the Anthony Davis trade, and the Lakers are favorites to win the NBA championship at plus 390. So I ask you, are they deserving for that title? My options are, yep, let's go. Contender, yes. Favorites, no. And that's absolutely ridiculous, right? And it's interesting. We'll be checking in on that throughout the show at Spittin' Speeds if you want to follow, if you want to answer the poll question, that sort of thing. If you want to holler, at me, you always can as well. Danny Otto, I'll put the number in there. Uh, we got Jilly Dilly in the chat room. You know, everybody coming on in as we get started. But here's how I want to really go. That's one trade we talk about, right? The Anthony Davis, the shift of power. We'll talk about free agency and earnest and stuff like that with the draft. Next week, we're going to really focus on that. We may have a special guest to talk NBA next week. I'm excited about that. But a different trade I wanted to talk about. The Yankees get Edward Encarnacion over the weekend as well. And I know you're like speeds. You're always a Yankees fan. You're talking about New York. You're talking about this. You got to go baseball that way. And listen, yes, I do, but not because of why you think, okay? It's weird to me, honestly, that the Yankees traded for Edwin Encarnacion. 
All right, they didn't really need his AL leading 21 home runs, okay? Gary Sanchez was like second in the AL with 20. We all know about the power they're going to have. You know, on my Twitter timeline, I had um, a retweet of Passan, who, by the way, I went to Cuse with. He's a good guy. Uh, Jeff Passan, you probably know about him. Um, he put the potential Yankees lineup after everybody comes back. And by the way, Stanton hitting bombs in rehab, Judge on the way back. It could go LeMahieu, Judge, Stanton, Sanchez, Voight, Hicks, Encarnacion, Didi, Glaber Torres. That would be Glaber Torres hitting ninth with 14 home runs already, hitting like 285, 290. All right, so I, you know, I, but I don't know. I think what they need to do is get an arm, right? And I think the arm they're going to get you know, is probably for Clint Frazier, you know, or some of these guys they have at spot starters, the Chad Greens of the world, some other arms that are in the, you know, in the minors. Hopefully, maybe even they have to use Chance Adams, something like that. But, you know, we've heard talk of, like, Madison Bumgarner. We've heard talk of Cleveland, uh, Trevor Bauer. I have my own, like, pie-in-the-sky ideas about Max Scherzer. But here's the thing, and the reason I wanted to bring this up and why this is very important right now. Okay, and I bring this up with someone like Madison Bumgarner, let's say, and this is how it relates to fantasy baseball, and this is what I'm telling you. You know the real deal stats over beat Cypher knows. I help you win your leagues and win that cash. Jer T in the building. Dilly dilly to Jer T, as always. Real deal stats over beat Cypher. I'm telling people like him how to win fantasy baseball, and this is part of it right here. Listen, especially if you are in AL or NL-only leagues, okay, this is crucial importance. You have to anticipate the MLB trade deadline and understand the movements of roles that are about to happen. And also, some people are just going to evaporate from the player universe in the next four to five weeks. You need to get ahead of that right now. This could be a move that will win you your league, okay? Let's say you have Madison Bumgarner right now. And he, in fact, gets traded to the New York Yankees. And you're in an AL-only league or you're in an NL-only league. Well, Madison Bumgarner just disappeared from your roster or he appeared in the player pool. A guy like Clint Frazier may appear or disappear from the player pool in that kind of a deal. Okay, if you have Madison Bumgarner and he's pitching well right now, you may want to sell him for 80 cents on the dollar. I'm dead serious. Okay, this is what we were talking about last year, you know, as it related to, oh, oh, I don't know, Manny Machado, maybe. Okay, AL, NL only players know about this, right? Manny Machado moved last year. Listen, you think I'm talking about something silly and small. Last year, this impacted Manny Machado, Jonathan Scope, and Jonathan VR in that Orioles uh, Brewers trade. Okay, Chris Archer, who was like coming off a Cy Young season, Tampa Bay to Pittsburgh. Brad Hand, dominant reliever from San Diego to Cleveland. Oh, who, by the way, had the ripple effect that I also talk about. Another thing you need to anticipate now. We'll get to in a second. Brad Hand, an example of this. Cole Hamels was an example of this last year. Mike Moustakis was an example of this last year. Even lower tier guys, say Brian Dozier, Tommy Pham. These are important guys, especially if you're in an AL or NL only league where there is a limited player pool. These are legitimate starters and assets if you are in AL or only leagues, okay? You need to think about this. Think about the guys who are going around, right, who you may be hearing about, who may think about the contenders who may need them, right? And another place where this is really important is at the back end of the bullpen, okay? We know about some starters that are out there. I believe some Cleveland Indians might be out there. I believe some Washington Nationals may be out there. We know about Madison Bumgarner, right? 
the other thing I want to say with this Edwin Encarnacion deal is that signals that the Mariners are open for business. All right? D. Gordon, who just came back from wrist injury, has been killing it. Believe me, I have shares of D. Gordon. Could be easily on the move. You telling me there's not a team that can't use him at the top of the order? He's a hit machine. He can position, uh, you know, kind of variability. He might get moved. Mike Leak, who, who's up and down, but, a, you know, innings eater guy could move. Okay? You have to know about these things. But I was talking about the back end of the bullpen because that is definitely a place where this comes to pass, right? Think about the guys who could move. Brad Hand, yet again, from Cleveland. They are, you know, struggling, middling around 500. Could they not move a guy like Brad Hand again? Okay? And if they do, listen, right now you got a guy like Tyler Clippard. You got a guy like Adam Clymer in the back end of that bullpen who all of a sudden may be in line for saves if there's some moves around the deadline. Remember those names as well. I told another closer that could move. The Pittsburgh Pirates could talk about Felipe Vasquez. That's a closer who could be on the move. If that happens, there's a guy in the DL right now, Keon Kilo, who has save experience. Watch out for that. Keep eyes on these kind of people, okay? Also, we talked about Washington. I told you about Washington, right? My dream would be that the Washington Nationals understand that they're not competing and want to kind of tear it down, build back up the farm system, and get a huge haul, and they decide that Max Scherzer is available. Imagine what they would get back from Max Scherzer if they went to a team that had a loaded farm system. Oh, I don't know, like the New York Yankees. But that would be him changing leagues. If you're in an NL-only league, Max Scherzer might have been a first-round pick. All right? You need to know about this. Read this market. Okay. Also, in the back of the bullpen, a guy like Sean Doolittle could be on the move. If he is, a guy like Trevor Rosenthal, Kyle Barraclaw are there. Okay. Remember, real deal stats over beat Cypher knows I am not just giving you a fish. I am teaching you how to fish. Right now is when you need to know because the trade deadline is starting to hype up. Okay. There is what, five, six weeks until the Major League Baseball trade deadline. Okay. Seattle's already started to declare. This is when you need to get ahead of it and understand. All right, and here's some things. Listen, this is a big week for some teams as I look at the schedule. It's not only, like, if you're betting, you know, division futures, AL futures, yeah, you got the Yankees this week playing the Tampa Bay Rays and then the Houston Astros. I know, I'm going on Sunday, Old Timers Day, represent. Hey, by the way, if you by any chance are going to be at Yankee Stadium, Old Timers Day, hashtag stats over beat cypher, hit up your boy at Spittin' Speeds. All right, we can go down. We'll take a picture for the Patreons. Um. But it's a bigger week for a couple of other reasons. Check the NL East, for example. Atlanta plays the Mets right now, okay? If the Mets can't start to make a run, okay, if they're toiling at 5'10 under 500 in a couple of weeks, they may become sellers, all right? Guys in the back end of that pen, Diaz, Familia, you know, position players like a Lowry type, okay, could be on the move. But if they play well, maybe not. Same thing with, like I said, Washington playing Philly this week, okay? Same thing if Washington decides, declares that they want to be trade uh, sellers, all right? So keep an eye out on this. I think it's very important, and you need to get ahead of the trade deadline in fantasy baseball. This is a way to do it, and that is especially important at the back end of the bullpen. It is especially important in AL and NL-only leagues. That's what Mendo, yeah, all leagues, Mendo Bruce, I don't know. There's some leagues, no, 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 Scherzer may not have been first round in, in, uh, if the player universe was the entire Major League Baseball. In NL-only leagues, definitely. But he could be, you know, he could have been, he could have been the second or even third pitcher off the board. I mean, I would have taken him as the first pitcher, but he could have been. 
It's possible. Um, Strong Style, what's up? NBA's over. That's right. That's right. NBA is over. That's why we're talking about this right now. All right? And then, like I said, bro, we're going to get into uh, NFL uh, division previews. Like, like usual, you know what it is, Strong Style. We're doing that for sure. We're going to do uh, NFC North, if you're late at it. I don't know, Mendo, and everybody else, if you got the notifications or what. But, um, and then the other thing you got to know, and this is my thing, I'm going to tell you, until further notice, everybody. All right? I'm going to give you another little bit for fantasy baseball. Right now, I'm telling you, I've been um, most profitable, to take a turn from my man Joe Ranieri, make it rain, 6 to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays, here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Um, I've been more, pro- I've been really profitable on the overs this year. Okay. And like, there's been no more telltale sign than that. than like this weekend, San Diego versus Colorado. Okay. 92 runs were scored in four games. New MLB record. All right. San Diego won Friday. They were down by six runs in the ninth inning. They came back to win. That's like, that's how runs are being scored these days. Okay. Sunday, yesterday, there was 17 runs scored by the bottom of the third inning. Good thing I did not decide to spot start or stream Peter Lambert, who had been great in his first two career starts. But that was not at Coors Field. Okay. Charlie Blackman in that series had 15 hits. Okay. Uh, That's the most in Major League Baseball in something like 50 years. All right. I'm just saying runs are being scored. I've been talking about the three true outcomes and all that stuff. Runs are being scored. I'm betting the over left and right. And Major League Baseball betting, I am not even picking a side these days, okay? As I look even right now to, uh, you know, you hear Gabe and Cam talking about, you know, picking teams in Major League Baseball today. Like they wanted to bet the Blue Jays earlier today, stuff like that. I'm just looking at totals, okay? When I see a total that's like eight or less than eight, and it's not, you know, Verlander on the hill, it's not, you know, Berrios on the hill. It's not um, Walker Bueller of late on the hill who's been killing it. You know, these kinds of guys. I'm taking the over because we got these soft under underbelly bullpens. Okay, we got runs literally up, and I've been saying it all year, and I think this is how you need to apply it. Okay, runs are up 7% this year. They're up to like 4.8 runs a game, up from like 4.2 or 4.3. That's a half a run. That matters in Major League Baseball betting in totals. That's a half a run, legitimately. All right? When I see a total of eight, that used to be like a total of eight and a half. When I see a total of eight and a half, it used to be like a total of uh, nine, or vice versa, excuse me. You know, so I'm taking overs. Anytime I see a total that's like seven and a half, eight, I'm taking the over. Unless it's like, you know, DeGrom against uh, Kershaw. But even then, these guys only go 100 pitches. I'm taking this overs. Home runs are up 1.3 home runs a game. So you ask me, Speeds, how might I apply that? All right. Um, well, tonight, I like, um, I like the over in San Diego and Milwaukee. All right. Um, you got a total of eight. And you got Julius Chassin and uh, Joey Lucchese. These guys are mid-level pitchers. These are not aces. These are not studs. Chassin is coming back his first start from the DL. So even if he does pitch well, he ain't going, he ain't going the route. He's going five, six innings, max, okay? And the Padres are just coming off their ridiculously MLB record weekend in Coors. Now, I know the ballpark park is very different. Don't get me wrong. But Charlie Blackman had 15 hits. Not all of those are going out. Sometimes you're just seeing the ball well. You can stay hot, make good contact, that sort of stuff. I don't need 15 runs. I need eight. I need a 4-4 game, okay? Because if the game is 4-4, that means it'll be 5-4 at some point. I need a 4-4 game. That's all I need. It's not like this is Luis Castillo who is on the hill tonight. 
Okay. This is not like this is even like even, you know, I think, listen, you got a game where Jose Berrios is on the mound and it's only a, it's a 10 and a half total. Because it's against the Red Sox. You got Mikolas on the on the mound who hasn't been that great, but is a brand name. You have other let's I mean, you have uh, Clevenger, Soroka, Soroka on the hill against Wheeler. That's nine. Meanwhile, you got San Diego and Milwaukee at eight right now. I would bet that over. That's what I'm saying. Uh it's a little bit of a way to help you win your leagues and win that cash. Both. We do both. When we come back, we move to fantasy football. You know football is king. Dilly dilly here. What we're gonna do, I'm giving you division by division. We are going NFC North right now. We'll give you diamonds and fugazis, some nuggets about the schedule, and uh some best bets in that division. We're gonna help you win your leagues and win that cash. That's how we do it. Stats over beat cipher. You know what it is. Come on back. Fantasy freestyle. I found myself laughing my arse off the entire weekend. What people are coming up with is priceless, man. But I do want to say, at the real OJ32, over a half a million followers. If you want entertainment, you've got it with OJ Simpson, my man. It, it's pretty nauseating, though, at the same time. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. Either way, if you use the promo code BLITZ, you get 25% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code BLITZ, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. The morning after. You got AD and LeBron and they're booking parades already in Los Angeles again. The Lakers ain't winning, Jack, guys. You don't win with stars. You need a team. I don't care what league it is. Look at the Patriots. Where are the Patriots stars? They don't have any stars. Don't win the offseason. They don't want any stars. (laughs) And they don't want to win the offseason. Belichick's like, I'm not signing this guy. What are you, on crack? Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Yeah, I'm going back to Cali. Yeah, I'm going, going back, back to Cali, Cali. Yeah, you know what it is. Stats over beat cipher, fantasy freestyle with your boy, spitting statistician right here. I am truly at this point the vocal minority of the fantasy sports radio network at this point, right? I mean, uh, Danny, are you with me? Uh, Danny, right? I must be. I, I'm like, I must be the vocal minority of the Fantasy Sports Radio Network at this point. I'm always here. And yeah, you Right? Are. You know, uh, big shout out, of course, Dilly Dilly to the Fantasy Executive. Uh, one love. <laughs> I, I hollered at him, by the way. Uh, I gave him a happy birthday. Uh, not uh, happy Father's Day, Bitmoji. 
yesterday. True story, Danny. Did happy. he answer? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I gave him a happy Father's Day bitmoji. But, um, you know, in any event, uh, we keep it moving here. We're starting to pre-file, profile the NFL. And it's funny, in the chat room right now, yo, we got people excited about the NFL already. And that's what I love to see. Okay, it is mid-June. And people are like, yeah, let's get it. Right now, all that's happening in the NFL is like they're announcing hard knocks to keep you thirsty. They're, uh, you know, they are like hoping guys don't get in trouble so they don't get suspended. But everybody's still like, let's go. I got Gregory Castillo right now being like, yes, football. I got my man Jeremy McMahon, first of all, being like, what language am I speaking when I'm speaking about Major League Baseball? By the way, those fantasy leagues still, you know, give you trophies to win. And, you know, you still win bets. But that's besides the point, Jeremy. I know what you're talking about. Strong style being like, let's get into that NFL and fantasy. So let's do that right now. There is a poll question up as well. It is about, you know, non-football. But let's get into it, okay? And this is what I'm saying because we're going to go division by division, all right? This is the third week we're doing this, okay? This is just to give you guys, everybody, stats over beat Cypher. As some of you guys are coming back in, Gregory Castillo and others, as you're coming back in, here's the way we're going to do it. You need to go back to the other ones, okay? We did the AFC East. We did the NFC South already. I had got some diamonds and fugazis in there, some teams that I like at things like plus 300. I gave you some diamonds that'll help you win your leagues and win that cash. So let's do that for the NFC North, all right? Here's what we're going to do for sure, Jeremy McMahon. You know what it is. Um, here's what we're going to do for the NFC North. All right, I want to start. We're going to start by giving a little diamonds and fugazis for each team. Then I'm going to give you the schedule implications. There's some very interesting ones in this division. And then, you know, some season win totals, over-unders, uh, playoff bids, that sort of division prices, that sort of thing. And we got eight weeks here. This is the third of eight. All right, so there are four weeks. Uh, shows in June, we'll do half of them. Four shows in July because in a couple weeks I'm going to be gone. Okay, I'm missing the July fourth week edition of the Fantasy Freestyle. I'm going to be out. As many of you know, I got engaged. Maybe some of you guys don't know, and I'm doing a little international thing. Okay, so me and the fiance we're going over to Jamaica, Yaman, yeah, you know, just like you know, boom, boom, Bilal, pow, pow, the Rastafari, Asta Safari on Jenkins, get married on Seven Mile Beach. So me and the fiance we're going down there first to like you know try some food and so she could talk to some hair and makeup people and stuff like that. And then we got to go visit and I'll be in California. So Jilly Dilly, what's up? Um, you know, Mendo Bruce, what's up? I'm going to be in uh, Southern California out there in, uh, by San Diego. All right. But, uh, if you want to holla at me, take me on maybe a little dispensary tour or something, I wouldn't be mad. Um, so then we're going to get through the, all that. Then we're going to do positional focus stuff in August, I think I'm going to be on more than once a week once we hit August as well. We're going to try for that. I know we did Tuesdays and Thursdays last week. I got to give it to the Stats Overbeat Cypher. We'll do it. Phone lines can be burning up. That's how we're going to do it. It's big things. Don't forget about your boy to spin statistician. All right, here we go. All right, let's start with Chicago. They won the division last year. All right, they won the division last year. And I got to tell you something. This is the next year of the Matt Nagy system, right? What do we expect out of uh, Trubisky? They made some moves in the offseason, drafted a running back, things of that nature. What do I like? Mike Diamond in the rough for this team. I like a jump from Allen Robinson, okay? Allen Robinson, I believe, could be a top 25 wide receiver this year. Is definitely a wide receiver, too. And people are not drafting him as such. Yes, he has injury concerns, but who in the NFL does not, okay? He, he only missed three games last year, but here's what I like about this in this offense that I think is only going to develop more and more, okay? He got 23% of the target share in that offense 
last year. That is sustainable. This dude is still only 25 years old. There is still room for him to grow. We've seen him be a wideout one before with Blake Bortles service as his quarterback. I have faith that Trubisky, even if he's not like a top-end quarterback, I think he's better than Blake Bortles, for God's sakes, okay, who I do think will develop slightly. He's one of those guys that's a valid QB2 at the back end anyway. But I think, listen, I think it's very viable for Allen Robinson to get 70 catches. It's viable for him to get 900 yards and six touchdowns. I think that is top 25 numbers. Allen Robinson, diamond uh, for the Chicago Bears, in my opinion, this year. My fuazy, the guy you need to forget about, is the rookie running back David Montgomery, okay? A lot of people like him as this guy, the hot rookie running back. Remember, they traded Jordan Howard away. But listen, they spent money to bring in Mike Davis. You know about Tariq Cohen. And this guy just profiles as the kind of back I didn't like. I told you that out of the running backs, if you listen to an episode about three or four ago when I was telling you before the NFL draft about these running backs, he was one of the running backs I didn't necessarily like, okay? I didn't find him as elusive. I found him as someone who was just good enough at that level. I don't know that he's going to make the kind of jump. He's also in a committee with guys like Mike Davis, who I have seen produce in that other role. That's the by, you know the flip side to Tariq Cohen. I am not on him. His ceiling may be something like Jordan Howard in a down year anyway. I am not on David Montgomery. There are other rookie running backs. I like, obviously, Jacobs, but I like Miles Sanders better. You know I like Daryl Henderson better, who's a rookie running back I've been telling you. Maybe even the kid up in Buffalo, um, uh, Devin Singletary, I like better. He's a fugazi for me. David Montgomery, not the guy for me for Chicago. AR-15, I think, could have a little bit of a bounce-back year as long as he stays healthy. But then again, isn't that the caveat for them all? When we talk about the uh, uh, the Chicago Bears, I got a lot of love over here. Yes, that's what I said, Gregory Castillo. Mike Davis from Seattle is on the Bears now. That is part of the reason why this kid is Mike Fugazi. But a lot of buzz is happening about him. People think the rookie running backs, a lot of times people want to hype up and try to find that rookie running back. I'm here to tell you that's what it is, Fugazi. That's what I do here, Gregory, and you know this already. Let's take a look at another team real quick. Um, I'll tell you, Green Bay. Green Bay is another conversation I want to have. What's up? I got my man over there. Stats over beats Cypher here. We got a lot of people starting to wonder because it's football season. Let's talk Green Bay. My diamond in the rough for Green Bay this year is MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, okay? This guy... Last year, everyone thought Geronimo Allison was going to break out. Geronimo Allison was going to break out. Geronimo Allison is the number two, right? Well, Geronimo Allison couldn't stay healthy. Now they've lost Randall Cobb as well in the offseason. There is an opening for number two kind of targets behind Devontae Adams, and I think Marcus Valdez-Scantling is the best bet. I think he actually may be a better bet than Geronimo Allison for it, and certainly if you consider value as it relates to ADP right now. Marcus Valdez-Scantling is going as a late-round flyer, and I think he has just as good of a shot to be getting the second-most catches in Green Bay in an offense that, oh, by the way, will have Aaron Rodgers back at the helm. And a new offensive coordinator, a motivated Aaron Rodgers, by the way. We'll talk about that more a little bit later on. I think, listen, this guy's yak yards after the catch was fifth in the NFL, Marcus Valdez-Scanley. He was in the slot a lot. I think within the, he was in the slot 46% of the time. Now with Randall Cobb gone, I think he's going to be that kind of guy who occupies that spot a lot more. That's gonna be, he's going to be the trusted other option. He's going to get more um, targets. More catches, in my opinion, even than Geronimo Allison. That's why he's my diamond for the Green Bay Packers. And 
listen, uh, you know, especially when you consider value as it relates to Geronimo Allison, all right? My diamond in the, that's my diamond in the rough for Green Bay. My Fugazi, someone to forget about, and this is all relative, okay? My Fugazi for the Green Bay Packers is Aaron Rodgers, okay? This is relative to ADP. I've told you guys so many times, if you're real deal stats over beat Cypher, you know, wait on quarterback. I want all of you people in the stats over beat Cypher, male, female, white, black, brown, you know, deaf, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I want you to wait on quarterback. That being said, at, you're not going to have shares of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is going to be the second, third quarterback off the board. You should not be drafting your quarterback that high. You want no part of Aaron Rodgers this year. If you are going to draft a quarterback high, you don't do one with the injury history of Aaron Rodgers either. That's why he's a fugazi for me. Let's talk a little bit about, let's go to Minnesota. Let's go to Minnesota in this division. Diamond in the rough. For the Minnesota Vikings, okay? For me, a lot of people are off him. I think he's a diamond in the rough. It's Alex Madison, okay? This is a guy they drafted out of Boise State, 102nd pick overall, fourth round pick. Part of the reason he's a diamond in the rough for me, okay? This guy was a true workhorse in college, but don't get me wrong, okay? It's not like he wowed or anything like that. For me, this is linked to the injury risk and potential of Dalvin Cook. They bought nobody behind Dalvin Cook except this rookie, Latavius Murray is gone. They have yet to address the position other than this fourth-round pick. This is the Dalvin Cook insurance, and I don't believe Dalvin Cook is ready to take 16 games season. I don't think Dalvin Cook is ready for the wear and tear. At the very least, you have a handcuff and a touchdown vulture in Alex Madison, and I think you could always, that's always valuable to the Dalvin Cook owner, things of that nature. That's why he's a diamond in the rough for me. You know about the skill position players here in Minnesota. So relatively speaking, my Fugazi for the Minnesota Vikings is uh, I got a feeling Adam Thielen. All right, Adam Thielen. Um, for me, it's Adam Thielen, and I gotta tell you, your strong style says it's Cousins, but I'm telling you, it's Adam Thielen for me. the 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 indi- the indications are bad. He's a year. He's going into his year thirty season. A lot of people don't realize that because he came out of the scene from out of nowhere, undrafted tryouts and stuff like that, right? But listen. He's improved his numbers each of the last three or four years. He ain't improving on last year's numbers. Last year, he had 113 catches, 1,373 yards, and nine touchdowns. He's not improving on that, okay? He was as high as wide out nine. I'm seeing him. I don't think he's going to outperform that. I really don't. The The Vikings also want to go more running, they say. Uh, they, they say they evolved. Remember they fired their offensive coordinator like week 10 last year? After that, they wanted to run the ball more. I do not think Thielen is getting as many targets this year. I actually think they love Stefan. Say it with me. Uh, stats over beat Cypher. Say it with me. This may be the first one of the season. All right? I think they might give more targets to Stefan. And you digs it. Okay, so listen, I'm seeing Thielen as high as wide receiver 9. I think he's more like wide receiver 14, 15. I think he's a high-end wide receiver 2. I would rather have Mike Evans ahead of him. I've seen Thielen ahead of Evans. I'd rather have T.Y. Hilton. I've seen the reverse. I'd rather have Julian Edelman. I'd rather have A.J. Green. I'd rather have Amari Cooper. I might even rather have Stefan. Can you digs it? All right. So that's why he's my Fugazi. But it's relative, okay? If he's staring there at 14 wide receivers are still off the, are off the board and Thielen's there, you take him. I understand that. All right. But he's still, relatively speaking, my Fugazi for the Minnesota Vikings. And that leaves the Detroit Lions. 
the Detroit Lions, this is one of my big time strong. Like last year, the Lions, we got Galladay, right? Galladay. So I was dead on balls accurate. It's an industry term. Ask Marissa Tome. Um, This year, I got a big time diamond, and it's another Detroit Lion. I think this guy is going to outperform his ADP. It is not Kenny Galladay, although I still love him. But I am on carry on my wayward son. Keep calm and carry on. Carry on, Johnson. I expect big things out of. He is going right now ADP as like the 20th or 21st running back. I think that's ridiculous. Okay? This guy was hurt in week 11, didn't get a ton of snaps. But when he got hurt in week 11, he was RB11. And that was when he got 51% of the snaps. Remember, they were trying to give LeGarrett Blunt the ball? LeGarrett Blunt is not there. And here's the most important part of this from him being a huge diamond. He is my diamond for this division. Okay? Theo Riddick may not make the roster this year. Carrion Johnson is going to add from like 30-something catches to maybe 50 or 60. All right? I think Carrion Johnson is a high-end RB2. Call him RB like 14, in my opinion. I'm seeing him go 20, 21, or even later like as a high-end flex. Let me tell you something, okay? In this area where you're getting guys like Derrick Henry, in this area when you're getting guys like Sony Michelle or Aaron Jones... Carry on Johnson is a better choice. This guy is more explosive. All right. His yards per carry was fifth in the NFL. And if you watched any Lions games, you know that they were just better with Carry on Johnson. And I expect a big time second year, second year jump out of him. He's going as RB2021. I would peg him as high as RB. 13 or 14, I like him better than some of the guys I just mentioned. I'd even take him maybe over a guy like Marlon Mack, if you want to know the truth, okay? And so that, you know, you know, or, or Sony Michelle even, all right? Honestly, Division Diamond, uh, C.J. Anderson, no threat to him. Riddick on the roster bubble, I'm telling you. Fugazi for me, for that team will be T.J. Hawkinson, the, the tight end drafted eighth overall. You know my narrative on rookie tight ends. There's too many other options there for Hawkinson to blow up. All right. I even like Noah Fant better in Dynasty League. So TJ Hawkinson is a fugazi for me. Let me with a couple minutes still left here. Let me give you um I got two scheduling nuggets that are interesting. And I think this is very big. This is very, very big. Okay. As you would bet the NFC North. Remember, you the the, the NFC North, they play the NFC East. And the AFC West. So what happens is, in scheduling, they play the entire NFC East. So they play the teams that were in the same place last year from the NFC South and the NFC West. The Bears, last year's division winner, remember this, the Bears, last year's division winner, will have to play the Rams and will have to play the Saints. My pick for the division, last year finished third in the division, the Green Bay Packers. So when the Bears have to play the Rams and the Saints this year, the Packers will have to play the Panthers and the Niners. They will have an entirely, the schedule will be the same exact thing, except the Bears will have to play the Rams and the Saints, and the Packers will have to play the Panthers and the Niners. Advantage Green Bay Packers. The Packers also addressed their defense like crazy. I almost thought they did it too much because they didn't give Aaron Rodgers any weapons. But I'm reminded, a guy like Stephen A. Smith once told me Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. But the Packers' defense, right? That Kenny Clark they added. Zadarius Smith they added. They drafted Rashawn Gary. They drafted the rookie safety Savage. They signed Adrian Amos from the Bears. I think these Green Bay Packers are a much better bet 
to uh, for the NFC North than the Chicago Bears right now. And the Bears are the favorite in this division. The Bears have the nine and a half win total. I don't know that you could trust development from Trubisky. I don't know about, you know, this this second year coach. A lot of things went right for the Bears last year. And Aaron Rodgers is coming back. I like the Packers over as my overplay for this division. I like the Bears underplay at nine and a half. I do not think they're getting to 10 wins. Like I said, I'm fading the growing pains of Mr. Bisky. The schedule difference of the Bears and the Packers is very, very important. Give me, and I'm not taking the other numbers. The Vikings at nine, I'm passing on them. They might be a wild card team. I don't know if I trust Kirk Cousins or not yet. The Lions, I think, listen, they're at six and a half. They went six and 10 last year. They didn't really get any better, though. I could see them going either way. They could be a five win team. They could be a seven win team. They're nondescript to me. But I really like this setting up for the Green Bay Packers. Get it now. You could get them at 175 to win the division. I told you I put a couple of shekels on them in the NFC as well. Don't forget about Aaron Rodgers. And oh, this team has a defense now. When we come back, we'll put the fun and functional sports content. With the stats overbeat cipher, come on back. It's your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, stable genius, and vocal minority. It's the Fantasy Freestyle, episode 379. Come on back. Rain dance. Make it rain. Anytime you hear OJ Simpson talking about revenge, it is a problem, okay? I am, like, worried if OJ Simpson is now on the prowl and can use social media to, like, find his enemies and get back at people. That sounded really crazy. Oh, my goodness, he's on social media and he wants to, quote-unquote, get back at people? Hide the women and children. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Join the family at Model Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Models and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Models cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Models gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Moe's. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. It's popping off. How much? I will pay you, Danny, a hundred bucks to let Jens punch you in the face. You just said how much, and then you said a hundred bucks. I would do it for five hundred bucks, not to the face, to the leg. I'll let Jens kick me in any part of the. You're gonna lose that damn leg. To the liver. To- oh, <laughs> I don't want to pee blood. <laughs> it's gotta be a liver shot. We'll put a glove on, and it. <laughs> worth $500. That's it. Watch live on the FNTSY YouTube stream. Come along and ride on a fantastic. Hey, fantastic voyage here with the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Every week, Fantasy Freestyle is just that. And by the way, once we get into real deal football scheduling, 
we may we may do a little bit more than just once a week we'll get into that with my boy uh mr cardano mr sussman we'll see what's going on well um by the way the chat room is on and popping danny if you with me Yo, big shout out to the Stats Overbeat Cypher, as always, here for 379 episodes. We got Gregory Castillo agreeing with me, Danny, that Carrion Johnson is a better version of DeMarco Murray. Okay? We got a lot of people that like my thing. Listen, I'm very high on Carrion Johnson. Okay, Danny, and here's what I want. Remember how last year I was on Detroit Lions wide receiver Kenny Galladay? Danny, if you're with me. I remember. All right, and we did a little Galladay, right? You know about that. So here's what I want. Whether there it is, yeah. So we're gonna do a different one this year. We have an early nominee from a man strong style, and you how much we love strong style. No, no, no. That's that's no, the no, nominee, no. right? No, 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 no. No, that's not it. Uh, Carry on Johnson is gonna be a big time diamond for me this year. Okay, I want people to remember this. Okay, so remember that band Fun, Danny. Do you remember that band Fun? I need a little, when you're lost and alone and you're sinking like a stone, carry on at some point. All right. Yeah. Francisco G. Yeah. We're going to try and get on more than once a week. All right. But Danny, so we need that either today or next week or at some point. That's going to be the jam for this season or at least one of them. And uh, one other thing I said, I wanted to tell you guys if we're talking because I'm down on the bears. I'm high on. Uh, Green Bay this year. A lot of people are with me here. Stats of Beat Cypher. Go to the Futures window. Win that, win that cash. But one thing about the Vikings, real quick, before we move it on to uh, put the fun and functional sports content, Danny. The Minnesota Vikings, and specifically Kirk Cousins, there's been a narrative about Kirk Cousins, about him in primetime games. Basically that he defecates the mattress. One of my schedule notes, besides the fact that the unbalance of the Bears and the Packers schedule, is the fact that the Vikings are on primetime four times this season, people. Okay, week 10 at Dallas. Week 13 at Seattle. Week 15 at the Chargers. Week 16 hosting the Packers. Those are a lot of late season games that are prime time opportunities for Kirk Cousins to defecate the mattress in a prime situation. This could be, and people in the chat room are telling me, oh, Adam Thielen starts hot but then fades, right? I could see Dalvin Cook being great and then getting hurt. Okay, the Minnesota Viking season could go like this and then fade with primetime games and a lot of this uh, regression that we've been talking about. Keep an eye out on that as it relates to the Minnesota Vikings. But I think you can get the Packers right now plus 175. I think that's good value. I think a returning pissed off Brett Far, um, Aaron Rodgers, excuse me, in FU mode, uh, he'll rise. He'll make the offense rise. The fact that they invested so much in the defense is, I think, what's going to be a big thing. Meanwhile, I think the Bears regress a little. I think the Vikings are eh, and I think the Detroit Lions are not a contender. So I like Green Bay in that division. And based on some other funkiness, do not count out Aaron Rodgers to go pretty far this season. Okay? Um, Remember, I gave you two surprise teams so far that I like in the NFC. One is the Atlanta Falcons. The other is these Green Bay Packers. They can go, let's just say, I think they can outperform their betting odds in terms of win totals, in terms of divisions, in terms of maybe even representing the conference. But I digress. Danny, we got to put the fun and functional sports content, and I hope people didn't steal my thunder because they learned, um, they heard in the commercial break that we were talking about OJ. But OJ Simpson, Danny, is on Twitter, all right? Um, oh, yeah, you're right, Perry Ying. You're right. I mentioned Brett Favre by accident. Perry Ying's like, don't, 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 um, don't, don't jinx it. Brett Favre might actually be a guy who wants to come back. And Mendo Bruce is like on some baby shark 
uh, we're not, we're not, we're not, uh, you know, we're not enabling Danny Otto down there in the fantasy misery. What we want to do is carry on, on, on. But in any event, um, Danny OJ Simpson is on Twitter. This is not a burner account. This is a real OJ Simpson account at the real OJ thirty two. Okay, he's very new to it. He only joined Twitter, Danny, last week. He's got six hundred and fifteen thousand followers already. Maybe he needs to tweet about uh, tweet about the stats overbeat cipher. Give me a follow, okay? Wait, listen. In the last week, though, he's put up two videos that I have interesting that I want to get your reaction to, though, Danny. Okay, can we do this? Yeah, I can. All right, so let's in this first one, he's like introducing himself, but check out what he says towards the very. He's like introducing himself to the Twitter world, okay? But check out what he says kind of at the very end and to me and let me know if you feel like you are entertained or scared by what he says at the very end remember this is oj if it does not fit you must acquit simpson let's play this first video uh danny let's get this going what does he got okay danny so correct me if i'm wrong but he says he's got a lot of people he needs to get even with He's got a lot of getting even to do. He's got a lot of getting (laughs) even to do. Okay, okay, Danny. Stick with me now. When OJ Simpson comes out on Twitter, and the first thing he says is he's going to use it because he's got a lot of getting even to do. This is the same man who wrote a book entitled, If I Did It. Okay, Um, Danny, like I mentioned, what is your first reaction? Entertained or scared? Uh, scared. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Also, we got people in the stats of being cipher. Oh, Stone South says, okay, got the check mark now. I didn't know. I didn't know that. I thought uh, he still doesn't have the check mark at, at the real OJ. All right. So, yeah, that's a little ominous, right, as his introduction to Twitter. I think that's a little crazy. But now he's like, yo, I'm going to talk about some things, okay? He put up a few videos, right? And I'm like, what kind of stuff is OJ Simpson really going to bring to Twitter, right? And, um... One thing that I know has been around that a lot of people, well, to be honest, if I ever had the chance to OJ, interview OJ, beyond the obvious you know, double murder question, I think another question that's been out there is, you know, he's had a lot of famous friends. You've seen a lot of the, the, the footage around that of, of his relationship with the Kardashians. And you know that him and Nicole, when like Robert and, and Kardashian, Kardashian was his lawyer, and um, there has been a couple of rumors if you know what I mean, Danny, that Khloe Kardashian does not necessarily have all the same features of all her sisters, Danny. You know what I'm saying? I believe I know what you're saying. And a lot of people are like, oh, they were cool together and they hung out. And, you know, maybe I'm just saying. And guess what? OJ addresses this directly on like his second day on Twitter. Let's play that, Danny. Not mine. She's not mine. Danny, she's not OJ's. She's not OJ's. Do you believe the men? I'll believe anything he says as long as he doesn't hurt me. Yeah, really. And that's what people are saying. Like Jeremy McMahon right now in the chat would be like, don't poke OJ. Yo, if I don't make it until next Monday, guys, you know it might have been OJ. All right, let's not, let's not get into this, okay? Um, but here's my thing. Here's my thing. And I said this this morning, Danny. You know, sometimes certain people, when they unsolicited offer information like i didn't know anything about it i've never met the guy i got no idea what you're talking about and that's like an extra add-on out of nowhere danny a lot of times that's a tell danny you know what i mean for people who read people sometimes a lot of time that's a tell unsolicited denials you know and also 
It seems to be a similar pathology of our commander in tweets, Danny. You know my man, the commander in tweets? He likes to offer up things all the time in an unsolicited, and I've never heard of, I've never met the man, and it turns out to not be true. And a lot of people think that OJ and our commander in tweets really have a similar pathology. I said that this morning, and you should have seen the chat room, Danny. I said that this morning that OJ and our commander in tweets have a similar pathology, and people with trolls were out there like, whoa, you know, telling me that I was bashing, you know, all Republicans, any opportunity I got and stuff like that. It was out of control. Hello, people, stats over beat cipher. Represent, represent. And um, I'm just saying, if OJ's going to offer that, it's going to make me think that he's Chloe's dad even more. Because, listen, she's a little bit, she looks like, she, she's like built like a racehorse, okay? And I mean that in the best possible way. I ain't mad, okay? But it's clear that maybe instead of Robert Kardashian, the kind of puny guy lawyer, that it might have been a Heisman Trophy winner that was Chloe's dad. You could see it in the hamstrings. You know what I'm saying, Danny? You're not wrong. She's got, she's got, she's got, she's got you know, Hall of Fame hamstrings. <laughs> Chloe Kardashian. Hall of Fame hamstrings. So if it wasn't Marcus Allen and it wasn't O.J. Simpson, then who was it, Danny? But I think the fact that, like, in his introduction to Twitter, he decides to address that right away, I don't know, raises a flag for me, Danny. What do you think? I agree with you. Yeah. It, not only does he say he's got a lot of getting even to do, but right. he also addresses that right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. Like, what? why are you talking about this? You got the you got the Heisman Trophy issue. You know, you got, you got obviously, you want to, what, set the record straight? Who else are you trying to get even with? That's what I want to know. Who, who do you think he is trying to get even with, Danny? He's got a lot of getting even to do. I, I, I wouldn't count Chloe or Kim Kardashian as someone he needs to get even with, right? So this Chloe video is not... Not something he's trying to get even with people uh, with them about. So who do you think he's trying to get even with? Kanye West? Who do you think he's trying to get even with, Danny? I don't know. All right, Mendo Bruce <laughs> over here saying OJ is more trustworthy than the commander in tweets. That is a very interesting kind of dichotomy. My man, Mendo Bruce. We got Strong Style saying that they should go on Maury. I'm telling you. I mean, Chloe has, uh, Chloe has Hall of Fame hamstrings. And so does O.J. Simpson, okay? So we'll see if the juice was loose uh, on that night. But I digress. Check it out, guys. That's about my time. I got less than a minute left. Big de- big shout-out, of course, to the Stats Overbeat Cypher. Everybody who smashed that like button. Jeremy McMahon, Strong Style, Mendo Bruce, Jilly Dilly. And we got some people's returning back from the wilderness now that we're getting closer to football season. Francisco G out there with some other people, yo. We're going to put that on Patreon, as always. Remember, the division-by-division division, uh, previews continue next week. Then I'm off for a week i gotta do some you know planning and stuff thank you to everybody who gave me some shout out some love for that and we'll be back and ready as we go into uh football season and i'm excited like tim tebow at a press conference and i know y'all are too because it's that's overbeat cypher that's what we do we win our leagues and win that cash yo dilly dilly to everybody i'll see y'all next week overs in major league baseball guys you know what it is let's get that extra cash i'm out peace